0: Hey guys, before we get started today, I want to send you to ReformCon.org to tell you about a conference we are speaking at. It is happening October 27th through the 29th in Mesa, Arizona.
1: Yes, obviously we will be there and there is a series of other wonderful speakers. Uh, we'll have Toby Sumter, Jeff Durbin, your dad, Summer. Yes, uh, I'm really excited for David Bonson, uh, Joe Boot, Andrew Sandlin, John Sampson, Ben Merkel, and more Um, there on the website you can also find uh, ticket information there are family packages uh general admission child admission there is a vip after party event that you can also purchase tickets to as well as information on the hotel that the event is being
0: held at so that is all at reformcon.org and we're excited to meet you guys there
1: yep come see us have you had your soup today and the cold crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying. it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. <laughs> pounds oh.
0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. wherever you are. welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here to put the her in somewhere. Oh, somewhere. I see you did it. <laughs> well, I decided a few weeks ago I'd actually use real words again. I don't the know rules change. Why? Because I felt like it. Because I mean, I, I eat mustard now. I'm I'm a wild person, right? <laughs> I'm not even the same. Who even are you? <laughs> Who even... <laughs> mustard eater? <laughs> so weird using real words. My name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy, and, yep, I'm just here. That's (laughs) where I'm at in my pregnancy and in my life. Tomorrow, um, I actually have friends coming to help me clean out the playroom. Oh, nice. Because I have to face the reality that there will be another person in the house Mm -hmm. who will be the smallest, but we'll also need space and require... We'll have
1: almost the most stuff.
0: Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Babies, I, you know, I don't like this. I don't like when people say, oh, you don't need that much for your baby. I don't like that. It bothers me because I'm like, okay, they're a person, too. Like, it's okay. Right. It's okay that they do require some things. Yeah. And also, like, it's nice to have some things. Like, it's nice to have a chair to nurse in. Yeah. It's nice to have a place for them to sleep in. I understand they can sleep next to you, but maybe not everybody wants to do that. Right. And, you know, nursing pillows take up a lot of room, I feel like. <laughs> and they have clothes they need. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, the whole, like, babies don't require that much thing. Like, it's true that you can overbuy. Oh, yeah. I understand that. I completely agree with that. I don't need all the things. Right. But, like, they're a lot of work.
1: Well, and (laughs) there's, like, there's not a single person in your house until Ransom is born that doesn't in some way take care of the stuff that belongs to them right babies are different yeah I think the weird thing about babies is not that they like how much or little they require it's that it's all on you, you. have to take care of it as though it's your own and but it's yeah. technically not yours yeah so it just is weird I have to take I care of his clothes that.
0: like it's yeah. mine he's not taking right. him off and putting him in the hamper or washing right. him or putting him away yeah like that's not happening. Right. It's like it's all on you to do all the things, and so yeah, it is kind of like your stuff doubles, right? And I'm cloth diapering, so my laundry. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay, I didn't
1: realize that. Yeah, I gotta. That's exciting. I was
0: practically gifted, not quite, but oh, almost. Yes, that's right. Let me put it this way: I was, I was allowed to purchase for next to nothing a very. <laughs> Nice collection. Collection okay. of gently used cloth diapers.
1: Great. That I'm very excited about. That's going to be very nice. Diapers have gotten so expensive. <sighs> I cannot
0: even imagine. At
1: Costco, the big thing, it used to be it used to be like 35 bucks and then sometimes you'd go and they'd be like we're having a sale. Yeah. Yeah. Now
0: it's for how many?
1: I think it's like close to 200. Most of the packs of wow. The Kirkland diapers are yeah. like for 200 diapers yeah um or close around there yeah um and now it's like 45 to 50 uh, yeah
0: this is mm-mm. yeah
1: yeah i georgia love... is i mean by the time you guys are hearing this georgia she'll will be, potty be potty trained, trained yeah but...
0: <laughs> the way she's going like she's already gonna be there but no i love cloth diapering i did it with clementine i did it my first and um I just don't mind it at all. I know that yeah. I know that some people feel like it's I never a lot. did it. I
1: wanted to I wanted to, but yeah, probably next time. You know. I'll give you a
0: hot tip because cloth diapers, the nice ones are very expensive. Oh, yeah. Like it isn't I this is another mom thing I hate that people say, <laughs> which is like you can totally cut out all your expensive expenses by doing these couple of things and cloth diapers is always on the list. Yeah. Um the startup cost of cloth yeah. diapers is hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Like cloth diapers are not cheap. The ones that are going to last you the yeah. full two, two and a half years. And
1: and anything with a specialty print, which you don't have don't, to have. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, test me. You want, you want that special baby Yoda diaper. You, I know do. you do. I know Even you do. Even if you hate all the other ones. Yes. You want that Toy Story themed. Yeah. I know you do. At least a few. You want a few.
0: You, wanna ke- you want to, them. But <laughs> when I started with Clementine, so this is a decade ago, so I'm sure it's changed. Even the plain Bum Genius, which is uh-huh. just like middle of the line, were twenty four ninety five 95 a piece. Mm-hmm. And if you need about 20 to 25 of yep. them, you're spending $400 up front. And that's not covering the wet bag you keep them in, the different... Um, laundry detergent that you need and this is assuming that you're the kind of rich person that has a washer and dryer in your house yeah which not everybody is and yeah. so I just I understand that over the long term you will save money I totally get it but this is just I hate when people <laughs> give you that list of like here's how you no- you don't spend tons of money having a baby and then they say cloth diapers and I'm just yeah. like you're spending twenty five bucks per yeah. diaper. You're like I'm. In, I'm doing. Cloth I'm doing. I love it. I love it. But
1: don't mislead people. <laughs>
0: yes. By <telling> so them. <laughs> the reason I was able to do it was what I asked for with my baby shower with Clementine was I said gifts are great, but can you just bring one cloth diaper? I just asked everybody to bring one cloth diaper. I hoped that was reasonable for most people. If not, like don't whatever. Right. But then i walked away from my baby shower with 25 cloth diapers Sweet. so i had what i needed and that was kind of yeah how i so i recommend just ask for a cloth diaper instead of a box yeah. of diapers yeah. which is like $25 right. just bring me yes. one cloth diaper yep and that was so that's my if you want a cloth diaper that is totally the way to Seriously. go um
1: i don't even know how we got on this topic but i i mean probably just cuz oh, you're going to have a baby. I'm ba- cleaning stuff out this well, weekend. Well, right now I think you're you've already had a baby.
0: When you guys hear this, <laughs> we'll already uh, this is all done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, I think that I don't know, that's just what. And it's okay. Talk about. How about
0: this? It's okay for your kid to take up space in your home. Like how about that? I feel like a lot of people are like, "Oh, it, just don't worry about it. They take up zero space." And it's just like, "Well, Is that what you want? Do
1: you think it's like a weird overcorrection because the culture is like kids are so kids stink and they just take so much money and I think it's a weird overcorrection. And so, so then it causes people to be like, no, children don't take any work at all. Yeah, they take up no
0: space and no money and no effort. And I'm like, wait, wait, contrarians here. (laughs) Wait a minute.
1: We can still live in reality. It's totally
0: work. Kids take up space and that's okay. Like it's not right. only okay. It's great.
1: Well, like Georgia came with me to the studio today. She's taking a nap right now. Yeah. Was my day. Would Imp- it have, is it always easier when we do Sheologians for me to not Georgia with Matthew <laughs> Yeah, and come here? Right. Yes. But do I care that she's here? Like, right. I don't know. It's it's not a problem that they
0: take up space. It's not a problem that they cost money. You need to make it work for your life and be faithful with what you're given. Right. But yeah, I do think I think people have a tendency to want to overcorrect for the culture that hates them or despises that they cost money or despises that they take yeah. up space. There's this huge overcorrection. And it's just like, no, my kids absolutely cost me a lot of money. They take up the majority of my house yeah. and my time and my effort. And it's great. Like right. that's that's the reality. Your is like, this is true. And, and it should. Yes, <laughs> your life will absolutely change for the better. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But it's just like it's so weird when we say stuff like that, and then when people are like, "You don't need anything for your baby," and it's just like, "Yes, you do." Your life will not even
1: change at all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right? It's like, no, what? Right? It's it's it's
1: weird. Anyway, anyway, you can we just do that? We do we like we try to be contrary instead of right. Thinking well, logically. yeah,
0: and well, and it, what bothers me is it misses the good news. The good news is. Right. You are going to love this little person so much that it's going to be a joy to buy things for them. I was
1: looking in, <laughs> so I have this little journal that I keep on my bed and it's not the most well-maintained journal, but it's a little journal that I try to put, like, if I think about it, yeah. I try to write stuff down that Georgia's saying and how she says it, little funny things because you just forget. You, you do. Forget all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um one oh here's a hot tip from me if you want to have a better uh sort of uh library of cute historical moments from your kids life mm-hmm. um other than the journal mm-hmm. If you have single people in your church that want to hang out with your family, Mm -hmm. um they will happily store Mm -hmm. wonderful memories of your kids for you in their own brain and then they will tell you about them. They absolutely will. And you'll be like, oh my goodness, I completely forgot. But yeah, so another great, another great way to uh keep the memory alive. Um but I was reading this (laughs) entry that I that I wrote and I I basically just said like I swear sometimes she like glows. <laughs> like when I look at her it's like she's like radiating. I know. She pro- was probably like 6 or 6 to 8 months old when I wrote it. Uh-huh. And I'm and I remembered writing that and feel yeah, and I'm feeling like that. she does. Like
0: feeling that that's way. That's how
1: you feel about your kid. Yeah. You feel like they Exude light from inside of them. (laughs) Like they glow, like they're. Yeah. I don't know. That's just. I don't care how much stuff she has or room she takes up. Right. She. I know.
0: Like lights up. I know. (laughs) January is six. And today I was watching her watch someone. Oh. Ooh. And that was just the it was the here's how you feel about your kids watching her watch someone and just seeing that she's processing something Mm -hmm. she's thinking about something was so absorbing for me and interesting like I felt like nothing more interesting had ever happened (laughs) in my entire life than looking than looking (laughs) at her learning about the world yeah like nothing had ever been more interesting to me and I I'm not one of those people that grew up like Oh, I can't wait to have kids. Like, right. I mean, I was open to it, but I was never like, I can't wait. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, you don't have to be a quote unquote kid person, yeah. whatever that is, whatever right. that means, honestly. Right. Yes. <laughs> I hate that <laughs> phrase. <laughs> it's so stupid. But um, yeah, just like kids, they chain you. You were never, it's totally fine that they take up space, they require things. And you want to give it to them. Right. You want that. Yeah. And you don't need to be afraid of, like, that. And you don't have to live some weird minimalist lifestyle to, like, stick it to the liberals. Right. (laughs) Like, enjoy what you can can enjoy with your kids. And, you know, maybe spring for the print diaper. (laughs) Whatever. I have a cute pirate one I'm excited about. Well, because we
1: all... Yeah, that's just how it is. It's just fun. We ha- there's like a nursery theme. I didn't do a nursery, but there's still stuff that I liked that I associated with. Yeah. Georgia and yeah, that's. Just- I've never,
0: I've never made a nursery. This is my first time. Yeah, I've always been very like, you're in the pack and play next to me.
1: Right, but like just that's the a- way my life is now, like. <laughs> Our theme is never sleeping. Yeah. We actually thrown the crib <laughs> yeah. and the bassinet yeah. out because we're in a we sleep don't free zone sleep here. Anyway, it doesn't
0: matter. You're always on me. <laughs> like you're not even mad. Right. You're you're dying inside yeah. a little bit, uh-huh. but you just your love is not punctured at no. all. No,
1: like zero. No.
0: So I just.
1: In fact, be careful how you treat other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you're not going to be mad at your baby, honestly. No. no, no. But everyone else you might be really mad at.
1: Yeah, you got to check check that.
0: Yeah, if you're not careful, (laughs) this is going the wrong direction. Anyway, you can leave us a voicemail. Tell me, I want to hear the thing that everybody said you don't need for your baby that you ended up getting and loving anyway. I want to hear about it. Mine is the swing I love the swing. My babies love the swing. And when people are like, you don't need a swing. I'm like, yes, I do. And yes, they do. Some babies need a swing. And they want it. And I want it. And it's how I got 20 minutes of sleep last (laughs) night. So don't tell me (laughs) that I didn't need the swing because without it. Anyway,
1: because the swing is the only reason I'm talking to you right now.
0: (laughs) The swing is the reason my eyes are open. (laughs) Four seven zero Don't forget to support the podcast or join book club at patreon.com slash sheologians. Um, and yeah, that's it. Did you ever... Did it work for you ever? Yeah. Okay, great. That's good
1: um, news. Sorry, now I'm just doing something that I should not be doing on the podcast. but <laughs> We're very um... comfortable here.
0: <laughs> Joy's basically in her swing. <laughs> like, that's how comfortable we are, is that... <laughs>
1: Joy's just swinging away. Yep. I promise I um won't make you guys sit here for too much longer.
0: <laughs> I have a um, granola bar. That's what I'm going to be chomping at, just in case you guys hear me eating. <laughs> I'm very pregnant, so that's how that's going to go. Snacks. I have snacks, snacks all the time. And 11 p.m. sandwiches. Don't forget. Right. If you haven't tried one, try it. They taste better. They just, they just taste better at that time. I don't know what it is. Is Hmm. it the darkness? Is it the melatonin? I don't know. I like them better at night. Maybe it
1: was the mustard the whole time. Maybe it was the the pickles. I'll
0: have to get back to you guys on if I like still want mustard
1: or not. I really doubt it. We're gonna be gone for a while and not recording anything, and we're gonna have so much to catch up on.
0: I know. I'll let you guys know about the mustard. Yep. Or remind me if I already forgot because I haven't slept.
1: Yeah. Hopefully I get a swing. Yeah, you'll probably have to ask about the mustard.
0: (laughs) The first swing that I purchased, it was at 1 a.m., and I was desperate, and I was, like, on my phone, and I picked it up the next day, and it saved my life, so.
1: I remember Georgia did pretty well with the swing, but she, yeah, she was not a big sleeper.
0: Yeah. Some babies aren't.
1: Some babies are just... She also grew. She was When she was born, she was like 19 inches. Yeah. And within the first six months, she was like 26 inches. I'm like, that's got to be uncomfortable, right? That sounds horrible. That's a lot of growing. That's a lot. That's a lot. I probably wouldn't just be like, all right, I'm going to sleep now for 12 <laughs> hours. It's fine. I know.
0: Whenever people are like, well, here's what I do to get my baby to sleep 12 hours a night. I'm like... No.
1: Enjoy your baby <laughs> that sleeps. Yeah.
0: Enjoy. It wasn't. Not the... all of them are like that. Listen, <laughs> Elizabeth, it wasn't the lavender bath. I don't. It wasn't. Because I have now poured this entire bottle of lavender on myself and the you
1: baby. Know how much lavender? <laughs> it was
0: not the <laughs> lavender bath. It wasn't your sound machine. I have eight. <laughs> like... That's not what it was.
1: We've tried whales. We've tried city ambiance.
0: We've tried crickets. It's been the frogs. I mean, it's just, it's not that. It's your baby, okay? That's all it is. That's
1: great. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell my story now. We're going to
0: switch gears into whatever you're about to tell me. I don't know. Right.
1: This is a surprise. It is a surprise. Okay. Um,. So, I'm going to kind of set the scenery for you guys. Um, (laughs) The scenery. Scenery. I was going to say set the scene, but I'm really just going to tell you about the place where this mystery takes place. All right. Um, (sighs) Is there a better way to start a story by not understanding grammar of another language? (laughs) I feel like you've done that before. That's how this is starting. So I don't know about Japanese grammar. I don't know enough at this point to pick it up. No. I could maybe learn at some point, but that was not a part of my preparation for this episode. No. So um, in English, how I would describe this place to you is Mount Asahi. Okay. In the pronunciation portion of anything that I have looked up on this, they are recommending I say Asahi dake. A dake means only in Japanese. I looked it up mildly cuz I'm trying to, I tried to figure out why it wants me to say Asahi dake even though it says Asahi. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. But we're going to go we're going to go ahead and say yeah. Asahidake. Okay. Mount Asahidake. That may not be proper grammar, but um I don't know Japanese. Yep. So, well, we're just going to do the best we can. <laughs> That's it. We're doing the, the best end. we can. No amount of lavender is going to help the situation. Um okay, so it is the tallest mountain um on the Japanese island Hokkaido. Okay which is a string of of islands off the coast of Japan. Right. Um, it uh, is popular for hiking, skiing. It's a snowboarding destination. There's lots of tourism drawn to natural hot springs. Ooh, I bet and, those are pretty. And then they have, um, like, the ski lift. It reminds me of... we have similar stuff up north yeah where like in the off season when the ski lift is not being used to transport skiers and snowboarders Mm -hmm. people still take it to look at the scenery right because it's pretty and some of the pictures that i saw of this place especially in the fall with like green forest Mm -hmm. but then like all these smatterings of yellow and orange there's birch trees in the area like i get it i get why people are taking this aerial lift to just see look (laughs) it's beautiful um so it is also an active stratovolcano um you may know other stratovolcanoes from such catastrophes as krakatoa Mount Vesuvius okay. and Mount St. Helen. These
0: were all deadly.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Someone fell into Mount Vesuvius the other day. They apparently. The dro- other day? They dropped their phone in and well, they went up at like an unapproved hiking spot. Like they're not. Would you believe that tourists are not allowed to just walk up to the mouth of <laughs> Mount Vesuvius? Anyway, uh, the rules did not apply <laughs> to these two people one person dropped their phone in and went in after it. And then they fell and like were unconscious and they were fine. They were saved aside from like a few bumps and scrapes. And then they did that thing where like when the person's okay and they have to come out and they like judgingly thank the emergency medical service and like emergency responders. They're like, thank you for doing this job when there are (laughs) idiots like this out there. You know that thing that happens. Yeah, it's like a shaming. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, for, it's like it's like it, this shouldn't have happened. Right. It's the same thing that happens when someone gets out at Yellowstone and tries to take a selfie with a buffalo.
0: Yeah, and then gets and, gored. Yeah,
1: and yeah. then the 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 authorities come out and they're like, "We just want to go ahead and thank the people that had to attend <laughs>
0: <laughs> to this person. to this
1: person who made all the wrong choices."
0: I mean, it really. I I think all the time when I watch people post their very picturesque videos of them like hiking up these dangerous things. I'm just like we do this. There there is an impulse somewhere in humanity to risk your life to make it to the top of a giant rock. Right. And I whatever impulse that
1: is, I do, I don't have to an extent I have it, but I really I'm I'm I strongly draw the line at volcanoes.
0: Okay, yeah. I, I
1: follow the rules when volcanoes are involved. I just, seems, as you should. it seems good. It's,
0: it's a great idea.
1: Anyway. Um, so I saw in a few places that the volcano is just described as a class C, but I can't find out what that actually means at all. It means it's bougie. <laughs> <laughs> it's classy. <laughs> classy. <laughs> um, But there are also, I saw a lot of beautiful snowy pictures. So it can't be that raging, hot, or active. I want to Google this. But also, so because it gets cold there, they have steam vents that go along with the hot springs. So, like, steam will just, like, pour out of certain places. It's like a smoking mountain. Wow. Like, that's got to draw tourism, right? I mean, I wouldn't want... Oh, you don't want to go? (laughs) I would go see it. No. I would not be that person that's like, I want to take a selfie with a steam vent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're out there, though. Oh, they are. It's horrifying. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, why? (laughs) A selfie with a steam vent? (laughs) No, thanks. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, uh, yes, the answer is yes. I did spend too much time. researching volcanoes <laughs> but you know we it, it just here's your friendly reminder that plenty of people still live live near volcanoes right right this right very this moment second. it's a thing we do yeah risk assessment we also live in hundred year flood zones we just do. saying i know we do this um <laughs> anyway moving on We've set the scene on July twenty fourth, nineteen eighty-nine. Okay. Summer is almost six months old. Yeah. I'm getting and close. I'm just over four months old.
0: It was a great time for me. <laughs> I was thriving. Surviving and Probably thriving. I had so
1: much more stuff than I needed.
0: I had so much great. more stuff than I needed. My parents were happy.
1: Blissful. I was apparently a very I was one of those like like good sleepers, good eaters, good. You know, all around easy.
0: My ten senses, I remember when I had Clementine and my mom being like, "Oh, that's so weird. You 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 slept so much." And then like a couple of weeks later being like, "Oh yeah, you also never slept." And I'm like, "You don't remember."
1: <laughs> you don't you don't remember 1989. I think it's the lack of sleep that's I making think... you say that. You're t- you're Yes. Yeah, I'm not a great historian. You this don't moment. remember
0: because you were trying to keep me alive.
1: And you just <laughs> you were just looking at me lovingly and forgetting everything. Yes.
0: And you else. know what? I appreciate
1: all of that. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Thank, Isn't thank it you, wonderful? Mom. Uh, Thanks, mom. That we
1: can just forget <laughs> yes.
0: the bad times. Yes. You give birth, you forget. You're ha- you're happy. Some
1: of us are trying too hard to remember. That
0: process, <laughs> apparently, yes, seriously, just be more like my mom. Let it all go. <laughs> just live
1: your life. <laughs> okay, so summer's almost six months old, <laughs> and I'm just over four months old. This is where we are in the story. I promise, we're going somewhere. We
0: only have thirty years <laughs> more to cover in our lives. <laughs>
1: Um so a helicopter search and rescue is looking for two lost hikers on Asahidake. Okay. They see a large SOS sign in a clearing and find the lost hikers about 2 miles away. Okay. Um so the sign it turned out was made of birch trees that had been cut and stacked. Wow. Each letter of the SOS was around 16 feet long by 10 feet wide. Whoa! The trees that were used at their tallest point were 16 feet, and they were stacked three high from the ground. Okay. Which, I mean, if you're going to make an SOS sign, I would recommend, you've heard it here on Sheologians, I recommend making it large, (laughs) rather large, if you're going to do it.
0: (laughs) I mean, that would be so difficult. Yeah
1: yes um so at some point after the rescue the hikers were asked about the sign to which they replied what sign what (sighs) okay they had no knowledge of any sign of any sos sign
0: but but wait how close were they to the sign two miles oh that's not that close okay okay Uh uh-oh all right
1: (laughs) okay um so obviously this warranted a second search of the area because if they had not made the sign that means somebody else had and they had not been rescued yet um so they uh nearby the sos sign not not like super close but within the distance somewhere in between like the two miles that they found the other hikers away yeah. and the SOS sign.
0: Ignore me while I rearrange my chair. Okay. I'm just so pregnant.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, these chairs are kind of hard. You have to like go up and out and over it's yeah. It's just and then with a belly, my just, feet no. are
0: swollen. So I'm about to do something cool. Okay. You just keep talking.
1: Oh, you're going to put your feet up. Please feet do up. <laughs> kick them up, man. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, nearby the SOS sign, they found skeletal remains. Oh, um, obviously of men. Cause I don't think women did that. Well, that were sheltered. So they were sheltered by the roots. It was like a hole at the base of the tree that was like sheltered by the roots that was big enough for a person to be in. Um, so they found skeletal remains. They kind of found a few sites where there were skeletal remains, there were bone breaks, obviously animals had okay. like been involved. So we they don't know for sure when the breaking happened, but they there was other evidence that I mean even if there wasn't evidence, it's pretty common. Yeah. It's the wild, you know. Yeah. Um but Okay, so with the remains they find a backpack. Inside the backpack is tapes a tape recorder, a pair of shoes, camera equipment, a few things and a photo ID.
0: Oh, oh good.
1: The ID belonged to Kenji Iwamura, a man who had gone missing in 1984. Keep in mind oh, we're in 1989. Years. Okay. After he did not return to work the following week that he was supposed to come back. So then his parents were like, "Hey, something's missing. wrong. He's yeah. missing." Um, so the biggest mystery for me here, and I, there's not really a lot of answers is kind of at this point, I'm not really sure what kind of investigation followed his initial disappearance because it kind of seems like nothing happened. If he was the one that indeed built the SOS sign and they were in a helicopter, it was not something that they would miss. Right. Um, if they had searched, if they had done an aerial search of the area after his initial disappearance, they would have found that, him yeah. alive or more recently, just much more recently, deceased. They would not, He did a good job trying to be found.
0: I'm surprised it was one person.
1: So this is kind of, the, there are some weird stuff because the sign is very impressive. It
0: sounded like a multiple person person job
1: right for and this is it's weird because we're talking about wilderness we're talking about certain skills so some of the stuff is stuff that I talk about regularly (laughs) with my husband and stuff that has more recently been not stuff that I was totally ignorant of but just stuff that has been put more into perspective like how hard it is to cut down one single tree
0: right yeah, when you're describing the trees, I'm like, this is a that was a task. Nineteen trees. Yeah, sign was made of one man could not and not
1: like birch trees. Birch trees are not incredibly thick, but they're a full grown tree, and cutting a tree down takes a long time. There are some people that estimated that making the sign in and of itself would have taken like an entire two days, and you're talking about someone who's already lost who doesn't have. Food, who doesn't have right. proper water source, who is potentially injured. Right. This is an enormous physical undertaking, but I also can't think of a time when your body sort of performs Adrenaline than when you your life depends on it, you know? Yeah. Um but so okay.
0: That's so interesting. You said yeah. there were other remains nearby.
1: Well, yeah, so um so first, okay, yeah, we'll get to that in just one sec. Okay. Um, so a few days after the discovery of the remains, um, the tapes were played. Oh. Um, and this message was found. Oh. SOS, help me. I can't move on the cliff. SOS, help me. The place is where I first met the helicopter. The salsa is deep and you can't go up lift me up from here so you can actually listen to this recording um it is very it's shouting and it's very accented almost like he was trying to accentuate every syllable so that maybe someone could hear him or maybe i don't know yeah um so a few things uh sasa is a broadleaf type of bamboo it's really scrubby and dense and grows in patches, and then there's big clearings where it's not, like where the SOS sign is. Um, so I think the meaning of the message is obvious enough. I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, help. help me. Yeah. Um, but there are also some. There's some weirdness to it. It's like who is he talking to? It doesn't really sound like the kind of message you would give if you were like resigned that you were not going to make it and you were trying to yeah leave your final words or something. That's not really what you would say. Um What helicopter is he talking about? Did he maybe, did he maybe see a helicopter mm-hmm. uh in the area? So he, but if they did, how would they have
0: gotten this recorder without getting him?
1: I it's weird. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, that's just kind of the first of the, there's a few, there's interesting stuff that we'll, we'll, uh, circle back to at the end. Um, so we do know quite a bit about how he got lost. Oh, this is not, I mean, they found the SOS sign because two hikers were lost. Um, and this area has a little bit of a reputation apparently. Um, so you go up the mountain and then you kind of follow this trail along the ridge that's not exactly on top but close enough and it takes you back to the aerial lift so where people are and stuff like that so it's a fairly regularly traversed trail and then it leads back to the most humanity you're going to get close to the top of this mountain yeah um Man, how long do I have this, my iPad set for to go to sleep? Like 30 seconds? (laughs) What am I doing? I feel like I have to keep my finger on the screen or something. How many times do I have to put my
0: password in? Password.
1: Okay. So um, there are two boulders off this trail that are landmark boulders that are like, they're very distinct. They're kind of like squared off. Mm -hmm. So um, one boulder known as safe rock is a landmark for a trail that takes you safely down the trail you're supposed to be on to the aerial lift. And then one boulder known as fake safe rock leads to a wild area that is very hard to navigate, especially in poor weather. So these two boulders look very similar after seeing the picture very similar so the reason it's so treacherous is because it could be it's not terribly easy but it's easy enough to confuse the landmark for certain death yeah and safety yes and so again this why would they mark that like that a sign i'm gonna go ahead and say a signs in order maybe there is one by now hopefully (laughs) um Okay, so uh, another thing to important uh, another important thing to note with the sasa, the bamboo that grows in the area, um, is that the growth pattern kind of grows down the mountain. So it's very easy to travel with the growth, but when you turn around and try to go against it, it is so scrubby and dense that you like can't mm. go back mm. and up. Like it, it so you. Th- If you thought maybe you could go back, you'll suddenly find it very hard to do that. Right. Um, And so and then of course, that's what he meant. In his message uh, that he was basically he said he was basically stuck here at the edge of a cliff. So um, so you're kind of forced to keep moving the wrong way, even when you discover you're lost Mm. And then kind of the idea is that you keep moving and eventually you come to a cliff and you can't go back and you can't go forward. And um, so they're kind, they were kind of thinking this is what happened to him. There was two reporters that had to be rescued from the area after they uh, found the SOS sign because they were trying to report on it. And they the two reporters even got like in trouble. But obviously, um, if equipped... With a way
0: to communicate to communicate or
1: um, I still just keep going back to the initial investigation because there's multiple people like even these two hikers you're talking about 1984 to 1985 or uh, 1989 five years like I doubt there's been that much that's changed the no. people knew where this missing hiker was. They knew, yeah. Like it's just so interesting that it's almost like they didn't investigate it. I don't know why. Yeah.
0: Um. Maybe did anybody know he was where he was going?
1: Well, so he there was is he a resort. Married? He was the, he wasn't married, but there was there is a resort. Like there's not a lot on the island, but there's enough to sort of sustain a tourism. So there was yeah. a resort and some reports do say that he had like told the resort manager okay. where he was going. Um but yeah, it's just it kind of can it really confuses me that I mean, I understand if they looked for him and he hadn't made the SOS sign yet and but I don't know. It's just it's hard to view it objectively because we're talking about two other instances where people were found, but that's just not the way it goes. And you know, there's steam vents. So who knows? Right. Um, So um, it's just treacherous land, I guess. Um, But so uh, the interesting thing though, as we sort of, picture him coming up to a cliff, which he says in the recording, uh, is that the SOS is not and the remains were not found at the edge of a cliff. So in a way we can assume that he it man- did manage to get down the cliff somehow. Um maybe that's how he broke a bone. Um I don't see someone with a broken bone making this SOS no sign though no um maybe a less impressive <laughs> sign but yeah i mean i yeah it's just i don't know how did it, it get takes there? it would have taken it and i mean i don't even fully comprehend the amount of labor intensive physical labor it would have taken to make the sign and with some pr- knowledge some pre knowledge of how yeah to Do it and
0: yeah, and like when it
1: says the lag, the logs are like stacked up. I'm like, how did he do that? Right, how did he by himself make them go up, yeah, without rolling? Anyway, um, so the remains that were found with the backpack were, of course, speculated to be Kenji, but were reported as being female, um so at best this caused lots of confusion and speculation and at worst it derailed an investigation in an important time um because upon and in further investigation forensics confirmed that the scattered remains were one person and they were male and they were kenji so like right it instantly after it happened This really bad thing happened, which is that everyone was trying to speculate as to who the female was. What was their relation to Kenji? There was no missing females reported at the time.
0: Wait, 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 wait. The remains with the backpack. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it Kenji's backpack? Yes. It was minimally there was stuff in there that was his. Yes,
1: his ID, certainly. And The, um, the recordings. Yeah. And his backpack. There was a pair of shoes. But
0: the skeleton with the backpack, not Kenji.
1: Well, that's what they reported initially. Okay. But then they circled back and they were like, wait, it, it is was. Kenji. But it's just weird that they reported them as being female. Yeah. Um and then I guess they did more testing and they were like, huh. But some people did rep- some people did say that he had a very like slight build and that was another part of the mystery is that um there were people that thought like injury or not, this guy is not making that sign,
0: yeah. Again, I'm just. We not thought over his that. bones
1: were female bones, right? He's probably not the one who made the sign. But granted, I have seen some little guys. Pound for pound, I mean, some little yeah. guys are a heck of a lot stronger. Than, actually, I've experienced it. I've looked at it. I've seen it happen many mm-hmm. times. I've been mm-hmm. surprised many times. I think guys just have the testosterone, a, is a strength heck of a drug, a strength <laughs> that is not always. Yeah. Uh, exhibited in a physical way. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's so weird, though. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, so they were. They did confirm bones are Kenji's. Yeah.
1: Okay. But they, I. It's important because I think it's pretty obvious that something went wrong with the investigation, and I, I don't think it helped that everyone was trying to figure out who this extra person was, mm. when it was really just him you know, like it was more straightforward mm-hmm. than it actually mm-hmm. appeared. Um, so yeah, we have issues. Okay. So, I mean, like I said, my big thing is why was the SOS not located upon the initial investigation of Kenji's disappearance? That means they had to have just stopped looking at some point or, they didn't do aerial searches or, um, but they, his parents. Okay. So there are different reports. This is one of those stories where the internet has run so wild with it that I'm, I, I'm trying to stick to facts that were only in actual articles written Mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, because some people say that he did tell the resort owner and that the resort owner actually quickly reported that he had not come back from what was supposed to just be a day hike. Okay. What the actual article written during the time says is that his nobody knew he was gone for a week until he like stopped showing up for work. That's weird. And that's when his parents said you know something's wrong right Right. but i don't like i don't i would think that if you were anyone who worked at a resort that where there's lots of in and out tourism sure and people are going out hiking and then all of a sudden you have someone who's missed their checkout missed right like that kind of sets off your if you red flag if you live near a big mountain where people hike and rescues happen just be like uh, yeah, I guess he just left us all of his stuff. He forgot all of his clothes. <laughs> his ID's not here, so I'm sure it's fine. He just Right. Became a minimalist all of a sudden. Right. Like we were talking about. <laughs> um but so okay, so the Japanese Geological Society traced these aerial photos. So they had so- they had photos of something. It wasn't okay. obviously this sign. But they went, they were going to see, like, let's see if any of our pictures have actually captured the sign. Right. And let's see how far back it goes. Or let's see if there's some Smart. point where it wasn't there. Yeah. Um. So they had a photo where you could see the sign in 1987. The next, in 1982, or 1982, they could not see the sign there. They okay. ended up having a picture of, like, the same, same spot. area. Okay. And the sign was not there. Um, So it had obviously been there for a while and it would have been pretty easy to anyone who was in a helicopter (laughs) to see. Um, And then, as I said earlier, some accounts speculate that Kenji was slight, very slight Mm. person. Right. Which, again, I think makes sense if they thought that his bones appeared female enough to actually declare to the news that that it was a missing female um, he probably wasn't the biggest guy ever. No, I'm not judging him. I don't, whatever. I don't, I'm just right. saying, right. Um, it's a little strange. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, I mean, their conclusion was that he was probably not capable of creating the sign. I don't know that he was capable of creating the sign because I imagine he would have been dehydrated, starving, potentially injured uh i mean he managed to find his way off of a cliff based off of his recording right um and so uh i mean that's kind of it hmm we again, it's one of those stories where it's mm-hmm. not really any sort of grand mystery, mm-hmm. but there are just details that we don't know. Yeah. And those missing details kind of open up the possibilities for other things Um, there. It's like, did somebody else build the SOS sign in between Kenji's disappearance and right. 1987? Right. Um And obviously that stuff all belonged to. to to Kenji but uh, yeah I don't know um, if his parents reported him missing and the investigation Mm. started a week after even if he so if he had he would have time to build the sign if he was the one who had done it right Um, which means by the time they had begun their surveillance their, uh, their search for him yeah the sign would have been there but obviously it wasn't or obviously they didn't use helicopters in their search right which seems weird like a silly idea if five years later you're using a helicopter for your search right um and yeah it seems weird that he it wasn't noticed that he just disappeared that one afternoon right um like i said there are some uh, depending on what where you're reading the story that account changes a little bit, but yeah, the actual reporting mm. of the story says, um, that it was a week mm. after.
0: I can't imagine being out there alone and just like hoping and waiting for help, yeah, just like sleeping well, at and night it, in it, in yeah, the dark. And,
1: and seeing a helicopter. He had seen an, a helicopter at some point, so they used helicopters for something in the area, right? Um, Maybe that's what, maybe that's what inspired him to make the SOS, but another, uh, one of the big, (laughs) something that's pretty huge uh, is that there were no, like, axes or cutting or carving tools found. I was
0: about to say, how did he cut those trees down? He
1: would not have been able to. Um, and I'm sorry, in a survival situation, if my act, ax- if I had an axe, which most hikers don't carry axes that when they're going out for. Yeah. But even if, if I had a machete or a knife or anything and it broke, I would not be like, I'll just leave this here. I'd be like, no, this is staying with me in case I need it for something. Yeah. If he had had a tool that could be used to cut down 19 fully grown 16 foot birch trees, um, they never found anything. And they're all stripped. None of them have branches on them. You can see in the SOS, it's an old picture and it's not great quality. Yeah. Uh, you can see it. It's not like. This took some time yeah. to build yeah. and it took some skill that you would need to have already because in case you don't know using an axe when you don't know how to use it is very dangerous. Right. Cutting down trees alone is one of the most dangerous things you can do yeah. in the forest. It's it, cutting something with an axe is a specialized skill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Kenji had it. Yeah. Um but it would have taken an immense amount of skill and strength. To build this SOS sign and and then all signs are pointing to him not being able to do that. Right. And then nobody found it for years and years in an area where people do get lost. And I'm imagining there's an occasional search happening. Yeah. Um and then these two guys get found two miles from this. Right. Well, and see, that's the thing is I think the point is that obviously that wrong turn f- kind of funnels people the into same the area. same area. And you can I did watch a video where someone was they like explained the route like with a above, okay, mat, like a um aerial view. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you do you either kind of follow the ridge across or it funnels you like down into this totally untamed wild area. Um, again, hopefully there's a sign. <laughs>
0: that's like got to be close by now, right? Or
1: at some point, when do we just remove the boulder? Or yeah. at least mark it with something that's like, this is Don't not the go. right boulder. <laughs> Don't go here. Not safe. Turn around. You missed the boulder not... you were supposed to turn at. <laughs> not
0: this boulder. It's not a nice boulder.
1: But yeah, so,
0: Man. you know... I, I just, it's a mystery I wish it had gone differently
1: yeah yeah I mean the good news is is those two hikers that were lost yeah were found and were okay yeah Um, but obviously that would have been I do also I mean I do one of the another thing that I feel like is kind of a missing piece is that there were notebooks and then there were other tapes there were they divulged that there was some there was like songs that were recorded on the tape recorder, you know, how we all used to do. Yes. Like, yes, like anime theme songs, stuff that would have been popular in Japan at, at the time. that time. Okay. Um, but I just, I just think it's interesting. Even the voice recording itself, he's kind of talking to someone almost like he is accidentally recording. Like, why would you record? That's weird. Some people said maybe he was trying to leave. Like if someone found him and he was, incapacitated or passed out or whatever Okay, he wanted to leave some sort of yeah information yeah about what had happened um but, but it's weird and then for see and i wonder they found four tapes like is that all that he said yeah. is some of it just not being released because it was private right um that's something that i didn't that was one of the first things I thought of when people what, were speculating on the, yeah. on the internet. I'm like, yeah, his poor family probably didn't want everyone to hear sure. the rest of the tapes because it was pr- yeah. they probably didn't even want to listen. No. Um but yeah, so that I mean that's it's another it's kind of like last week's it's like mm. all it takes is one a few little details being unknown and it makes the whole thing seem right unknown and it could be as simple as it seems or it could be something different and we just won't know.
0: Right. Wow. Man, that's a bummer. Yeah. We really went with bummers. Yeah. In our story times. I know.
1: (laughs) I know. Seriously, next time there's going to be justice. That's what we are going for. To Kenji's credit, though, if he built that sign, he pulled off something that most people in a survival situation. Yeah.
0: Could not not, pull not even off. no.
1: We're in disbelief that he pulled it off. Though the most simple explanation is, is that, that he, he built did it. it. It's still kind of a yeah. I I not not know how he did it. it. Um, bit I don't. bit of a little bit of i little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little I of a little bit
0: did he little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a
1: little bit of
0: all right. Well, if you know
1: what happened to Kenji. Well, can you imagine? Oh, I didn't even, occur... it didn't even occur to me. Can you imagine being lost and stumbling in a- upon an enormous SOS sign? Horrifying. I would throw myself
0: down the cliff, <laughs> be like, forget it. I'm not going that way. <laughs> forget it. Nope. That's not happening. We're well, not doing that. That would be terrifying.
1: Yeah. So um, what my husband would want all of you to know <laughs> is that if you're going hiking, even just for a day hike, make sure someone knows where you are and make sure you have created a plan with them. What that means is if mm-hmm. I'm not back before 5 p.m., right. you need to call somebody. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would never hike alone. Not for a million dollars.
1: I've hiked alone a lot. Um and I have I have different feelings about it now, right? Than I would have when I was actually doing it, right? Um. Yeah, there's a lot of precautions that you can take. Yeah, but certainly, the safest thing is for someone to know where you are, where you're going, and when you'll be back. Yeah, and to even be with or another go person. with someone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, I don't, I'm not cutting down any trees. I know I can't do that. That's not happening.
1: Yeah. I mean, carry a carry a lighter with you and <sighs> wow, signal fire takes so much less time to build than yeah. an enormous birch SOS. Sign. And I don't know if it's still there. I, I kind of tried to look. There's a lot that just yeah is unanswered. About but, that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Darn that bamboo.
1: I know. (laughs) Seriously. That's the thing. Yeah. It's those little things that get even experienced hikers into sticky situations. Things like sudden changes in weather, uh, taking a wrong turn. And all of a sudden there's a plant that lets you walk one way, but not the other. Not back. Right. So once you realize, the number one thing you want to do when you find out you're lost is go back the way you came and see if you can find where you were. And then... You can't, and yeah, I you know, you just feel bad, horrible, yeah, scary. Well, you can leave us a
0: voicemail at 470. (laughs) Next time, justice. Okay, justice, we're that's what we're shooting for. Last time, I did glitter. Okay, yeah, we went a different direction this time. (laughs) It was good. It was, I mean, you guys, you can let me know what you think glitter is in that you don't know. Still a great mystery. All right. You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. And as always, we will see you all
1: next week. See ya. You seem so out of context In the gaudy apartment complex A stranger with your door key Explaining that I'm just visiting